Hello and welcome to the brand new Charlie and Ollie podcast here with Charlie and myself, Ollie. Joe, I didn't actually think that doing a podcast would be a good idea, considering I uh, I daydream a lot and you probably mumble a bit. Yeah, speak a bit too fast probably, but we'll, 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 it's a learning curve. Well, eventually, after yeah. this podcast, I'll be speaking really slowly. Well, it's, it's a month of planning, at least. Yeah, oh, the work that's gone into it, the behind-the-scenes work, I feel like it's a sense of accomplishment now that we've uh, finally come to oh, a point where we can release it. How many days have I been around yours just to, just oh, to plan the podcast? Like... It's actually insane, but from the, going to the back garden, <laughs> on the decking, sitting out, planning podcasts. Yeah, basically we started at the back garden, we started planning, we were looking at where we are going to do it, we, yeah. uh, we, we looked up studios and stuff, Yeah, we, we, we came here and we were like... Found a corner corner of my bedroom, that would be a, <laughs> a good place, a good studio for the uh, podcast. And, and yeah, we yeah. The, surprisingly, I think the hardest part of it was actually coming out with a name as uh, imaginative <laughs> as it is, the Charlie and Ollie podcast. <laughs> we literally, uh, we, we were thinking, Gagan Pod, Nadam, yeah. all of this sort of thing. What, what was the first one we came on? Out the back? Uh, out, out from the back, but and again, it, it had all been taken. What we were going to do is we are going to have the out the back, but then we were going to sit outside and oh, have yeah. it out the back. That, that was going to be like the idea. But um, Lots of brainstorming. We, we did all of that. We looked up all the podcasts and all that, so we just decided, oh, this is going to take ages to get a name. Let's just do the Charlie and Ollie. <laughs> and eventually now we've just set up in the corner of, of a bedroom with a set with a set of the equipment we've got. What's, makeshift equipment. What was the first thing we did got? I think we had a list, didn't we, with the logo. Yeah, we had a to-do list with, yeah. with, with everything we needed got. Now we've now we've everything's come together. We've got the logo, we've got the equipment, the recording stuff that we need. God, the setting up that's gone into it as well. Oh, it's been a, a, a lot harder than you think it would be. You kind of you look when you look at podcasts normally, you just see them talking to you in your ear and you think, oh, yeah, it sounds like the easiest job in the world. But yeah, it is quite <laughs> when hard you, when you actually go into it, and yeah. it's a lot harder than you think. But hopefully, yeah. I'm thinking. We'll After a few more attempts at it, it'll become a lot more easier. Yeah, we'll and we'll be able to just start recording straight yeah, away. But what we're doing is we're going to put the, some clips. So just say we have a we have a debate. John Henson's better than Paul Pogba. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's not really a debate, is it? Absolutely but, not a debate. <laughs> not a debate. But um, and we'll put that on on the as a clip, and yes. that could be like four, four. I say as a clip, we'll do probably do five to eight minutes. Yeah, there, and then we'll have maybe like six, five, five to six clips an episode, maybe. Or depend probably probably a bit less. But maybe maybe three, three or four, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Depend, like depend that. how much you talk about yeah, exactly. in an episode, to be honest. Uh, but we're, we're probably just going to win this now. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens, we, to be honest. Yeah. We've got a list of things that uh, that we're going to talk about today. So Yeah, which we've, we've basically just got a huge list, but we're not we're, we're not planning to cover them all. We're just going to see yeah, what happens. We'll see what happens, play it by ear. Hopefully, the, uh, yeah. it'll just, we'll just yeah, be fine. Well, talk about the future. Oh yeah, talking of the future, <laughs> the yeah. the England Euro is happening in the future. The yeah. England squad has just been recently announced. What would you think of the thirty-three man one? Um, as much as I've always said I hated Southgate in the past, and still to this day despise Gareth Southgate, I think that um, it wasn't actually a terrible squad. Like there were there were, I think altogether there, there's, there's a, if you could, there's twenty-six players in there that you could pick that would be a very good twenty-six man squad to bring to the Euros. And obviously you might have the 26 best players in there, but Southgate's got, obviously, we don't know what Southgate's planning to do. We don't know what the system they're yeah. going to play yet. And um, yeah, so he, the players that he's picked have obviously been suited to the system and how he wants to play. And obviously that might be different to how we think that, what he should do. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are thinking, oh yeah, Southgate, he's going to play four at the back yeah. with two centre-backs. But I think the the squad that he's picked now when he's playing, he's yeah. got Ben White and all them, I think, He's probably going to play a three at the he's back. He's definitely leaning towards a, a three at the back. But hopefully the wing-backs will be able to just push forward into the attack. Because personally, I think England have one of the best wing-backs or full-backs 100%. in the world. Arguably, like if you're looking at Rhys James, Trippier, Alexander-Arnold, Wan-Bissaka, who can, can't even get near the squad. They're yeah. like top four top four right-backs in the in the world well, you're looking at. Yeah, well, the fact I that think. Aaron Wan-Bissaka can't get in the England squad just exactly, shows how yeah. much talent we've got in the area. Absolutely we've got talent incredible. in every area except from centre-backs and goalkeepers. Uh, even centre-backs. John Stones are just one with the best defence in the league of Man City. And yeah, exactly. Harry Maguire, I, I mean, as much criticism he's get, he's still playing for Man United. He just finished second in a very hard defence. And I think Man United are still a hard team to beat at the moment. And you look, you look at their defence, and that's all well, going to be a part of well, it. Well, the uh, Europa League final, we'll talk about that later. But the Europa League final, he wasn't there, and the yeah, it showed. Came to go to show yeah. how important Harry Maguire is to a team. Yeah, so or maybe how bad Lindelof and <laughs> Eric Bailly are. Yeah, I, I think Henry Lindelof. But yeah. uh, was there any players in there which you think that shouldn't be in there? Or I know Mings is probably the obvious one that everyone's been saying. Isn't yeah, it? I know Tyron Mings is probably the standout player that you've, and maybe Ben White as well. But I think Tyron Mings is a standout player that. To me, anyway, you think probably 
doesn't, doesn't look like he should be in that squad. But um, yeah, he's obviously the only left-footed centre-back that England have and left-footed players are hard to come by and especially if Southgate's looking to play a um, three-at-the-back system. I think a left centre-back is quite important to be left-footed. Oh, 100%. They're almost playing as a full-back sometimes and the wing-backs are uh, pushing forward. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, what I think with the squad is... Is he waiting to get because of the injuries? I think that's probably the main reason, isn't it? Why he's yeah. Why he's waiting? Harry Maguire, obviously, he wasn't playing in the Europa League final, but um, it's... and Rash- Rashford, Henderson, a lot of the injuries he wasn't sure about, so he decided to go with a thirty-three man squad to. Uh... Would you play? Would you play three at the back or five at the back? Um, I think I do like three at the back when when, you, when the wing backs are just bombing forward and they're acting as wingers when they yeah. can like link up with the with the front three and just sort of drag some full-backs out wide to give more space to the, to the front three. Well, I think it sort of depends what players you're playing because if you're playing if you're playing Shaw and um, for example Walker and left back left wing back yeah. and right wing back and then you're playing Calvin Phillips Absolutely. and Declan Rice which he will do I bet you, you. Think, yeah. he'll do that uh, then it's just it's so defensive we need to have like I don't know if you have if you have Alexander-Arnold at right back he can basically 100%. be a winger anyway 100%. and he can come back and then maybe if you have a Walker at right centre back as much I don't think he's much of a centre back, he can do a good job as a full back almost covering just in the back three. We've got Harry Maguire and John Stones with him, that should be alright. Yeah, and I then... think so. Harry Maguire in the middle and John Stones but... with a bit of pace. But then again, will John Stones be a left centre back? Or will he be insistent of using Tyrone Mings as a left centre back because he's left footed? I'm not sure. I, I think, no matter what, I think John Stones is a better centre back. Yeah. <laughs> Whether Tyrone he left footed, John yeah. Stones in left footed, probably still better than Tyrone Mings in left footed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well... <laughs> Well, I think the um, would you play if if it is for it or part of the back? Are you playing Chil- are you playing Chilwell or Shaw? Then I don't know. Chilwell can get a goal, pop up with a goal and assist every now and then, but then so so can Luke Shaw, I guess as well. But it, uh, Chilwell, I don't know. He's, I think I think Chilwell gets a bit of unfair criticism sometimes, and um, yeah, I don't know. He's he, he's good going forward and and defensively. He's been a part of a Chelsea team that's got one of the best defenses in the league. I know you could argue it's the manager, but I think. It's not just a manager to have a good defence. You've got to have some competent defenders. He, he, at least he is quite poor defensively, I think. Yeah. Chilwell. I think going forward he's quite good, but defensively he's not. Yeah. He's not it. I don't yeah. think. What? Who are? If I was picking my starting eleven, I'd be playing Trippier left wing back. To be honest. Jackson. Yeah, because I know Southgate's played him before and he likes him playing there. He mentioned in one of the press conferences, I think, that um, Trippier can play either right back or left back, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I think every time, every time I've watched England play, on the few times that I do, <laughs> I yeah. think. Um, I think uh, Trippier is one of the standout players and always has been good. And he's been part of an Atletico Madrid team this season who's just won the league for the first time ever and arguably been one of their best players in doing so. And I think that says a lot about him. And uh, as much as people say Trippier shouldn't be in the England squad, mainly because maybe they haven't watched him as much as some of the Premier League teams yeah. and don't watch Spanish Triple as much. But I think Trippier is a def- definitely should be in a 26. And then... Uh, in my team, he'd definitely be starting. I haven't with Alexander him in, but I haven't watched him, so I don't really know. I, I can't yeah. really just guess. So I, <laughs> so I just haven't put him in. So I didn't put Aaron Rambasaka in either. Yeah, but I, but the thing is that don't we using a position for another centre back when we have got so much attacking talent? Yeah, that's true. Uh, four taking four right backs in a provisional squad is quite excessive. I think two is quite a lot, especially when you've got players like I don't know what, what will happen with Ben White, but players like Ben White who can also play right wing back and. Players who will be able to sit, in, be be able to fill in, but yeah, he he said he said in an interview they're four good footballers, uh, but <laughs> he could play in other positions. He seems to be um, Southgate's very uh, keen on his versatility in a in a twenty six man squad, which I'm not don't quite understand when you've got twenty <laughs> yeah. when you've got an, a a bigger squad than you'd normally be able to pick, and you're deciding to pick players that can play in more than one position. Do you think if he plays three at the back, it's going to be a like a Two up front, one just behind, or do you think he'll just do the four? I think three, four, be, three. Sorry, I think it's got to be a front three, hasn't it? With yeah. Kane, Kane straight down the middle. I don't think any you can have two strikers in, in that system, unless you maybe play Sterling alongside him or Rashford. But Rashford's not very good. Yeah, striker. Rashford's not, and he's on poor form. Yeah, but I, I think it's got to be Kane on his own. He's got to be the vocal point of the team, where he can drop deep and um, yeah, make things happen. Well, I think with uh, Kane, he's he'll hundred percent. I'm saying I'm saying this now that he'll get. Got a golden boot if Trent and Greenish play. You think? Because they'll, they'll create so many chances for him. They're two of the most creative players in the league, and they're playing along with Kane. Like, imagine the service. Kane at Tottenham, but the players around him are terrible. Like, what service Absolutely. does he get? 
Yeah, and he's been and he's managed to get top goal scorer and top assist. Yeah, exactly. In a, in a very very poor Tottenham team, if we're being honest. Yeah. I think everything like, the entire team's got to be built around Kane, and he's got. It, I think I know a lot of people say we've got to, they want like a Mount of Foden at Cam, but I I think uh, Kane can do everything if you give him the space to drop into his space and almost like a Messi at Barcelona where he's kind of just runs around the entire pitch wherever the ball is to get yeah. hold of the ball. Just let Kane do that. He yeah. he, he will make everything happen. He'll be able to set up a, a Rashford or a Grealish or a Sterling or a Sancho running in behind and he's dropping deep, maybe similar to how he does with Son at Tottenham. Just just say there is three midfielders. Who, who's yours? I'll, I'll say mine real quick. I've got Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson and Mason Mount because the thing is with... Uh, just say we have Declan Rice, Phil Foden, Mason Mount. Yeah. The the experience in that. None, there's none of that. Whereas we, I think we need players who can drag the team, like Jordan Hansen, who will drag his team yeah. uh, to, to well, Champions League. Same with Trent. And just say that uh, Man City win the Champions League. We'll yeah. have one we'll have Walker, Stones, Trent, Henderson, all have won Champions League. Uh, and a then, lot of experience. And, then, and then, we'll have, then we'll have Harry Kane, whose experience... Top goal scorer, top assister. Yeah, Jack, our our team should we should win it hundred percent. I I think on paper England's team should be favourites, and they have been. It, it seems to be between England and France on the corners of the bookies. Where who's going to win it? And per, I think on paper we're having this debate the other day that we think England's team man for man are better than France. I think they are. I, I, and their squad as well the depth we've yeah, got the, the depth on the bench when you've got players whether he starts or not I know you're, you like him where Greedish if he's yeah. coming off the bench that is some insane love Greedish <laughs> that is some insane uh, just, just different yeah. something different to the game to come on or even if Greedish is starting someone like Sterling if you're getting Raheem Sterling to come off the bench like yeah. multiple Premier League winners potentially a Champions League winner depending what happens um, tomorrow as we're recording it Ster- and Rashford as well he'll come off bench Sancho yeah. Foden things happen I think but yeah, so if we're looking at the um, the thirty three man squad, if you had to pick six players, who who we drop him? Should we, we'll go for. Should we say one, then you say one. Then we'll, yeah, yeah, okay. let's do that. Okay. So uh, Ramsdale. First. Yeah, I think Ramsdale was the obvious one to pick. He just had to pick four goalkeepers, didn't he? And he was the only other English goalkeeper <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was uh, in the Premier League. They thought, all right, he'll do. Did, <laughs> didn't he? Um, didn't he? Ramsdale tweet saying, "Whatever happens, I'll." Um, I'm, I'm happy or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I would be if I was in. Do you reckon Southgate went, went up to him and was like, yeah, you're not in it, but you're just, <laughs> just in this. I, honestly, I could see that happening. But uh, yeah, he just literally, I, he couldn't think of any, he had to pick four goalkeepers on a 33-man squad. And Although I think Ramsdale gets a bit of unfair criticism because now he, he's in the Sheffield United side, he's in his rock bottom, they're putting all the blame on him. I think maybe it's to do with the more the injury that Sheffield United have had in centre-back. But even still, Probably, yeah. I think Sam Johnson, Henderson and Pickford are a bit, bit above Aaron Ramsdale in the, in the pecking order. I don't think no one talks about Sheffield United's injuries. Like yeah, everyone... They don't. I, I, I think that honestly, they're quite hard done by by that because last season they built their entire team around a good defence and being able to be so hard to score against, especially away from home. Yeah. And they they would just nick a goal with with chucking everyone forward on a break or, or whatever. I know they actually weren't actually sitting back so much, but their defense, the defenders they had were so good in the system they played and it just worked worked well for them that. It was just very hard to beat. Very hard to beat, I thought, yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, te- I think about smaller teams, the crowd helps so much because they don't have... It's not, it's not quality versus quality. There's other factors that come into it. Yeah, except absolutely. From, except from uh, just pure who's better at football, which is obviously like <laughs> yeah. the other teams. Yeah, so now, since there's been no fans, I think, like, as you said, the smaller teams, like, all, all the all, all the bigger teams, when they go to the ground, they're always expecting their team to win no matter what. So the yeah. second, like, one thing doesn't go their way, they're very easy to get on the back of their own team. And like I think that can affect the players by quite a bit, and it, I think it's shown this season that the better teams, well, apart from maybe Arsenal and Tottenham, who, uh, <laughs> who haven't had the best season, but Man City have been absolute runaway winners, and that's maybe shown with the fans not getting on their back. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure though. Who's uh Who's the next one then? You take out? It's centre back, isn't it? That yeah. Choose what... <sighs> I mean, if it was me, I think I'd be taking out Tyron Mings. But if Southgate obviously wants a left foot centre back in there for a reason, because. I I I'm, would have no idea why he'd be taking Mings over Conta if there was any apart from the reason that Mings is left footed. Lucky man, he's a <laughs> Mings is a lucky man. Yeah, if I if I was born left footed, I'm pretty sure I'd be in that <laughs> England squad by the uh, quality of yeah. it at the moment. But um, yeah, so he must be picking Mings because he's left footed. Oh. The only only thing I can think of. So then I'd probably be looking. Unfortunately, I'd be looking to take out Ben White as much as my oh. beloved Brighton. <laughs> I'd probably yeah, I'll take out Ben White. 
yeah, just Ben White, yeah, sadly. Uh, what about Godfrey? Actually, he's a. I don't. I think I think Ben Godfrey has been very very good this season, and he's been covering right back as well a lot for Everton mostly. I think. I feel mm. like if we if we watched uh, Everton every week, we'd think he's. I think yeah. loads of Everton fans I see think he's I mean, absolute quality. Hundred percent, and I know from the stats I've seen, there've been graphs of like uh, defensive duels ones and stuff like that, and Godfrey is always topping those charts by quite a considerable margin. Yeah. So, I think there's a, there's obviously something that they've seen for a reason that that he's a. Uh, been put in the squad and I think he'll make it to the 26 yeah, I if I'm being honest yeah I, th- I think he should experience well one for the future that's, uh, that's what Southfield said about Ben White though he said he's investing for the future yeah whereas, that's, um, that's true although I, I still think you should be p- picking your best best 26 man squad for the Euros you're not you're not picking a squad for the Euros to win the next Euros are you you're picking yeah, a squad I mean, to win this Euros but I feel like he's not going anyway so it doesn't yeah. really matter so well, I, I doubt it anyway unless yeah. he is planned to pay for it at the back I don't know I think I think White's been put in there as a uh, Obviously, there's a, there's a, he knew there was a doubt over Harry Maguire and whether he was, go, whether he was going or not. So he, the reason that he chose to bring a bigger squad was to, um, to like have like just in case Maguire gets injured in the in, in the uh, Europa League final or, or maybe he didn't come back from injury soon enough. He wanted his players to cover in, so it, it, he had the option to drop Harry Maguire and his players were there and ready to go. So I, I still think personally, I would have taken someone else instead of Ben White in the 33-man squad, like a concert Dunk. or a Dunk. Yeah. Or Tarkowski or me. Tarkowski. Tarkowski, hundred percent. Really Although maybe he's not doesn't quite as much as Burnley fans. I know, I love him. I don't think he probably fits into the system that uh yeah. that um I don't think Southgate sort of plays like the, uh, playing out from the back. Yeah, exactly. Tiki Taka Power. Wherever I think Dunk and Conter probably do. And Conter oh, is Conter is very, very quick as well, which I know um Southgate likes his quick centre backs from the system in the in the in the way he plays. Yeah, because I swear loads of uh, Villa fans say that Conte's better. Yeah, I, I've never, I haven't seen a Villa fan that said um, that, said, that said Ming is better than Conte. Yeah. Personally, I, I think last season it was different, but this season I think Conte's just come on leaps and bounds, and Ming's has kind of become more error prone. I think. Yeah. Than, than he had before. I feel uh, I've got like, out of Lingard, Greenwood. Wow, well, so Lingard, Greenwood, Saka, and Watkins as well. And Watkins, only one of them can go. I think. You think? Yeah, I reckon, and I think. Who would it be for you? Is either Sack or Green? I think I'd I'd bring Saka if it's free if it's free at the back. Yeah. To, um, but I'm gonna say Greenwood. Yeah, I, I think Greenwood. As good as I don't know, as good as um, Man United fans think he is, and how much they want to see him in the England squad. I think for me, Greenwood probably just hasn't quite done enough, with, especially with the players that England have got going forward. Oh no, I think I put Greenwood in there. Oh, you put Greenwood in, but personally, I think that. Yeah. I think I think both Greenwood and Saka don't make it for me. Who do you put Lingard? Ling- I think Lingard's had too good of a season. In a, in a relatively poor West Ham team, he's shown the difference that Lingard has made from a, where everyone at the start of the season were predicting West Ham to go down, finish bottom, and having a terrible season. Suddenly Lingard yeah. comes in and scores the goals, and he seems to be involved in everything West Ham do. The thing is, if, if there's Lingard in there, why is, why is Joe Willock not, not in there? That is true. But... I guess Joe Willock's position, we got Mount Foden. Yeah, and exactly. And all so much talent. So... Lingard has played if, played. For England before he was scoring goals in the World Cup for not only uh, only three years ago, so I think I think Lingard is a very be a very important player and again someone someone to come off the bench and I think I'll be very happy to see Lingard co- covering it if we have a suddenly a injury crisis in the Euros. Uh, Lingard is not a bad player to come in and step oh, in and start. Hundred percent, I think, but it depends. If I knew what Southgate was doing, I'd bring Saka. Just straight at the back, I'm hundred percent bringing Saka. You think? Because I remember Saka. I think it, was, it might have been versus Belgium in the friendly, but it was Saka and Grealish. Yeah. On the um, uh, on the the left hand side, they played so well together. Yeah, I do remember that game. I think so. And the thing is with Grealish is, I've talked, I talk about, I'm going to talk about Grealish a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Grealish. We've mentioned him about three times already, but yeah, he, when he when he played for England, he was the best player on the pitch. So yeah. uh, uh, creative, but probably one of the be- probably the best dribbler in the league, I'd say. Yeah. So. Even though it's nothing to do with talk about, he's starting. He's got to start. <laughs> Greenish has to start. He has to must start. start. I think his um, injury hasn't helped him oh, at all no, at the end of the season. So sad. And as much people were raving about him potentially being player of the season in the in the Premier League before beforehand, and then his injury really hasn't helped him. And yeah. Loss of cause, and even his England squad place has been <laughs> put down. It's hundred. He's, he'll be in the squad. He should, yeah. If he's not in the squad, I'll be I'll be gutted. I I think I think he'd go for me. So so who we who have we got so far? Yeah, coming out. So we've got Ramsdale, Ben. Are we? Are we? Are we picking a squad between us? That's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go. 
we'll, we'll say the Charlie and Ollie podcast squad. That's okay. what we'll say. Mm-hmm. But I say out of we've got out of Watkins. What was I say out of Watkins, Lingard, Saka, and Greenwood? Only one of them can go, isn't there? You think? Yeah. So you you think one out of the one that should go Saka if we play five at the back? I'm gonna say Greenwood because he's he's a brilliant finisher. So if if we need a goal, we bring on Greenwood. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think he can make them break. Yeah. Maybe have a breakout breakout Euros that make a name for Greenwood. Yeah. And where he gets to sort of the Phil Foden level, maybe. Yeah, I reckon. But I think no, I think Phil Foden's miles ahead of anyone. <laughs> yeah. I think he's on the literally just below Mbappe and Haaland. You think? Generally, I think he, he in the Champions. I know this is a bit off topic, but in the Champions League, he um. I think was it against yeah he did, Harlem was playing on the pitch he was two legs uh, with Borussia Dortmund he scored both legs didn't he yeah I think he did that and, was incredible and he, he broke the record and he was the best he was probably he, was, he, sh- he shone above Haaland and then when yeah. uh, PSG played um, City as well he shone above Mbappe yeah. so just saying <laughs> Foden showed that he could do it on the big stage it was the sort of players you need in the Euros yeah. a lot of people that are going to crumble under the pressure yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely a very confident player. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, he, him doing a 19 year old doing that to Brighton fans. Yeah, putting his hand uh, to his uh, ear. It's just, like, I, couldn't, I don't know how you could do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm 18 and I, I can't walk down to shops. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this podcast is hard enough. Not like 8,000 people booing me. I could, I could <laughs> yeah. do this. Although he did uh, live to eat his own words after. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Going from 2 0 down, 3 2 up. So, so what we so what we decided out of this now? So we got. So, um, we, we, we're picking this out of the 33 man score. We're not doing our own 20, our own 26. Yeah, are out, we? out of the ones we got. So we think we think White and Ramsdale definitely going. And then are we take, are we getting rid of, I think Saka has to go. As much as yeah, he was Saka's good at the start of the season, he looked like he was in contention. I think the second yes, half of the season, his end, end product hasn't been he's quite got, as good as it was. Yeah, he's got to go. Out of the squad. Um, um, so we're not, we're not taking Watkins. I think Calvert Lewin and Kane nah, are enough strikers, and other people. Sterling can play there if need be. He has done Man City, and so can uh, Rashford if absolutely needs be. Uh, it might just be like his uh, charisma, but I love Bamford. I wish Bamford yeah. was in that. Like, like, yeah. The way he speaks in interviews and stuff. <laughs> well, I'm, d- I'm just ha- after Bamford said that um, Ben White would never be in the um, England squad if he plays for Brighton, and should have mo- should have moved to Leeds, and he'd be breaking <laughs> up in the England squad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I and mean, uh, if, if he was a if he was a Brighton, he'd get about twenty goals a season. Wouldn't yeah, he? with the, with some of the chances that Brighton create, you probably think. Yeah, um, so we got Watkins, Ramsdale. Uh, who who else is that? Uh, Watkins, White, Ramsdale, Saka, Greenwood. I'm so, I'll, I'll Green. say Lingard because that Lingard and Greenwood. Greenwood, me, and so. then we got one more player to get rid of. So we even remember who's in it. So we actually get get it up. Um, so we've got. I'll try and think. So midfield, we have got Calvin Phillips, Henderson. I think I think they've all got to go as a three DM. Phillips, yeah. Henderson, Rice. That's just yeah, Phillips, Henderson. Especially Henderson. if you've got a twenty six man. Then we've got maybe we got we got to get rid of the attackers. One of the attackers. Then. I don't know. We have got rid of quite a lot of attackers at the moment. Should I have a look? Oh no! It'll have to. It'll, no, it's a, it'll have to be a right back then, won't it? Because in in contention, in contention, there's Trippier. Um, yeah, there's Trippier, Walker, Wambasaka. No, not Wambasaka. Trippier, Walker. A right back. Trent and James. James, sorry, yeah, James. So I think one of them's got to go. Yeah. And I, you think? I, I want to say Trippier. I don't think I think Trippier has been. He would definitely be my side. He'll be starting left back for me. I don't know. I Honestly. don't know though because I I don't watch it. That's that's the problem with the him being in the Liga. And he was banned for ten weeks as well for gambling. Yeah, but I don't I don't think his gambling addiction has got anything to do with his ability for football. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it was addiction. Football. I don't think it was addiction. I think it was just um, he just bet on it himself or something. All like right. That. So the, the attackers we've got. Calvert Lewin, I think he's got to go as the best cover for Kane. Hundred percent. Based on the season he's had, Phil Foden, yeah, obviously he's going to yeah. go and probably be starting, maybe. But we'll uh, we'll see. Greenish yeah. has to go. We, we think I'm not going to budge you on that, unfortunately. Um, Mason Greenwood, he's gone. That's one of the players. Um, Saka's gone. Sancho's got, definitely in there. Yes. Rashford definitely in there. Uh, and Ollie Watkins, uh, they're the forwards. Hundred percent. For the midfielder, we've got Ward Prowse. Do we think he's, uh, do we think yeah. he's good enough to go? Yeah, okay. set, set piece. I think that's so important. 100%. People just talk about set pieces. I think they kind of forget that he's a very good passer of the ball. He's Cap- a very good footballer in general. And captain. He, yeah, captain. A lot of lot of leaders in the team will, can't harm can't harm the squad at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Ward Prowse was a big reason that Southampton were doing very well at the start of the season. Yeah. Especially. So, Rice, obviously. I think Rice, he's 100%. He's definitely going to go. Phillips. As well, backup DM, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he has been very good for Leeds. He's shown that what 
if you look at when I know um, the only, the only team below Leeds this season to beat them is Brighton, and in both those games when Brighton beat them, Calvin Phillips wasn't playing. Yeah, so it shows shows the uh, shows the difference that he has in the team. Um, yeah, Mason Mount, he's definitely got to go. One of the 100%, most important yeah. players, I think. Hundred percent. Jesse Lingard, I think he's got to go. Yeah, and then Henderson and Bellingham. I think I think I think Bellingham has been very very good. I think we got to get rid of one of the right backs then. Hundred percent. I agree. I think. Um, so yeah. Trent. So is that Trent? Well, I think it's got to be James then. Because if you if you're saying I think it's out of Trippier or James, but I haven't watched Trippier. But he's yeah. what. But if you as think good as James is, I I I see him on the same sort of level as Wan-Bissaka To be honest. Yeah. yeah if Wan Bissaka's yeah. not getting in the squad, I, I think I, I like James, but I think I think Trippier is. Is, is a winner. I'll take a while, and I have no idea. But I obviously I know what he's like in Tottenham, and he, if if he was playing like he was at Tottenham now, then he wouldn't get in this squad, would he? Yeah, realistically. Right. But and he's also another free kick taker if Ward Prowse is playing. Oh yeah, on, on the pitch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, unless we get rid of another centre back, we've got Cody, Godfrey, Maguire, Mings, Cody, Stones. Godfrey. That's five. We don't need five centre backs, do we? And well, White's gone. So at the moment, yeah, Stones, Stones, Mings, Maguire. Godfrey and Cody, that's five. We don't need five centre-backs. If we're playing five, if we're playing three at the back, maybe okay, yeah, two we, covering. Yeah, we but, will. And also Walker can cover, so it's kind of like two we, each position. I reckon we will then. We yeah. Will need, we, uh, so it's going to be one of the right-backs. And yeah. I'll say James. Then. I think we'll agree on James. So, uh, so, that, so that Ramsdale, well, Ben White, Reese James, Watkins. Um, Ollie Watkins, Saka and Greenwood are the six that we're ejecting from the squad. Goodbye. I think we're very happy. Very happy. <laughs> very, very, <laughs> Very happy with the Charlie that. and Oily podcast England squad based on the thirty-three man one, mm. not not actually one we'll do. Yeah, we're actually half an hour in, so should we get? I think we've got quite a lot to cover. Oh wow, <laughs> time flies by. Yeah, it does, does how, quick it, how quick it's going. Yeah. Um. So next we've got the, the Europa League. Yeah, the Europa League. Actually, should we talk about Rashford first? Yeah. All right. About yeah, he um he put on Twitter the other day about the racist abuse that he got. Do you see? Yeah. It? yeah, and then and then I saw some Man United fan with like hundred thousand like followers replied oh, yeah. saying, uh, "Well, that's just as bad as your performance or something like that." I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, actually, insane. It's uh, that's football Twitter for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> don't go through. Go and go to football Twitter for the uh, reliable, uh, reliable opinions and uh, facts. <laughs> I I actually absolutely love Marcus Rashford. Like, as, yeah. I'm not a fan of United, but I yeah. love Mark, like the like the things he's done and like um, he's yeah. such a likable person it's as well. Kind of like a. Legend of the country, and you know everyone. Everyone loves Rashford. He's like a treasure, but he didn't. He didn't play well, did he? On yeah, Thursday? not not on Thursday, but I mean, not everyone's going to have be playing, playing their best every single game. Yeah, but, uh, but the Europa League final is kind of when you want to be turning up and be ha- be having your good games. Well, that that, that the, that's the sort of game. I'll oh, just start then. But that's the sort of games that you've got to um, turn up in. That like every game's going to be massive in the World Cup, so we. He's got to see the. We got to pick the big name players. Yeah. In the squad, especially when you've got players like Grealish and Foden, Sancho, all right, all who have been incredible this season and want to, could definitely be contention for starting. As much as I love the man, he's not starting for me. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Rashford will be starting. Who? Squad. Okay, so did you watch? Did you watch the game? Yeah. Right, I did watch the game. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, what do you think of it? Um, <laughs> uh, I thought. I thought Man United weren't as. Uh, weren't as good as um, as, they, as they could have been. As they've shown this season, in the Premier League, they finished second for the for the first time in a while. Yeah. And and but they've always been, I thought, a hard team to beat. I think I tweeted out actually during the game. Man United are very good at winning games. As when Cavani scored, and straight yeah. after that they go on to lose the game on penalties. But um, it, when it got to if when it got to penalties, if Man United won that game of penalties, people would say, "Oh, Man United won Europa League." That's a very successful season for them. If, it, if one penalty went in, but it was the luck of the penalties sort of yeah, but, turned it around, and now Rashford is getting all this, uh, all this hate on whatever. They were poor for 120 minutes. Yeah, they, 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 they were definitely, they definitely weren't good. But I think the best player. I said this as well, but no one agreed with me. But Scott McTominay. I thought oh, was yeah, the best I, I, I was with you on that as well. Scott McTominay winning the ball back yeah. reminded me of, of a certain Eve Basuma. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, a lot of people don't actually see the Scott McTominay and the Eve Basumas of this world, do they? Yeah, they, they don't see appreciate that. it. It was like when Kante won Player of the Season. It was the first time anyone's yeah. ever sort of appreciated a player who can just keep winning the ball back over and over again. Yeah. And you kind of like maybe they changed the outlook that people had on that sort of, that sort of position. Yeah, I think Kante's helped that. Yeah. But I, yeah, no, they weren't good enough. Many not Definitely not. They did not deserve to win it. I thought Pogba was appalling as usual <laughs> <laughs> they're going to learn very quick how much you hate Paul Pogba <laughs> I think he's dreadful and 
I've never seen him have a good game. And I was, I was, ho- I was hoping I was going to turn on his Europa League final and say Pogba's going to prove me wrong. He's going to put put some incredible passes forward, beat a few men, maybe score, maybe score an important winner. But no, it, it, I've never ever seen Paul Pogba have a game that showed me he's better than League Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think he's the he's not like he's not. As, I don't think he's bad. I'm making out, but I'm not. I'm not sold on him as much as as much as everyone else is. I think yeah. I'd rather have a player like he's like sort of like a fancy player. Isn't it? I'd rather have a Jordan Henderson in there than a, than a Paul Pogba. Anyone but Pogba. Yeah. I I I'd rather Dale Stevens. But KL Pogba. KL. Around KL. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was just the the game was pretty boring. The the only good yeah. bit was a, was the penalties to us. Apart from that, but I think Villarreal class defensively when oh yeah they nick, they're very good nicking a goal and just sitting back they were definitely playing for penalties because in the uh, last minute they were just holding up in the corner yeah they, they were showing that this, this game their life depended on this game that, that it was the first time that they've been in a final like this. they were never probably going to be in a final again for quite a while and they, they were showing that how much they wanted to win that game and yeah. how much more they wanted to win it than Man United I, I remember in the penalty shootout even when they were just taking the penalties I thought Villarreal looks a lot more they cared a lot more about their penalties than Man United did. I remember when De Gea walked away from missing a penalty. It was almost as if he didn't care. Yeah. Do you see the um, Man United taking their medals off? I think that was to show like this is not good enough for Man yeah. United, which I think Absolutely. was sort of a good gesture. I think yeah. people people agree with that, but because Europa League second in Europa League is not for Manchester Definitely United. Not. No, they should be in Champions League final. They should be with City or yeah. or Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I think they've had a better season performance wise than Chelsea, especially towards the um, back mm. end. Maybe. I'd, I think they 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 went on a good spell from like yeah. November to January. I think, but they yeah. they've put in some terrible performances. Like I remember, I watched this the Wolves versus Man United game. This is when they thought that this this one I knew that they weren't going to challenge yeah. for the league because even though they they nicked it one 0 at the last minute, they were poor all game. I think Rashford nicked a deflection in the nineteenth yeah. minute, but I think they have got good get a lot of stick there because as low as Man United fans, a bit of luck. Yeah, with with how I think they're they're there through. Um, through circumstance, not performance, because of how bad the other teams have been, except from Chelsea, who have recently done better. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I, I don't know, Man United. What they've been good at this season is just winning games, getting the three points. They haven't been like turning teams over. Maybe no. they have Man City. Yeah, so you, you don't ever think you're going to see, apart from maybe against Leeds. when they beat Southampton nine nil, and and Leeds. They've had. They're too fair. I mean, my own words. They've had a couple of yeah. games where they've, they've turned the teams over, but generally, you kind of look at a Man United team, and if you were going to predict it, you'd, you'd think, say they're going to nick, nick it by one goal with a Cavani. Late, late, late goal or something like that. Yeah, hundred percent. That I think they've got so much quality in there, and that's what's dragged them through performances yeah. like Rashford, uh, Cavani, Pogba, <laughs> um, Green, Greenwood, um, Maguire's been good. I think Aaron Ramsack is a decent yeah, defensive. Absolutely. But I think what Man United fans do is they they boil they're like. They boil Aaron Rambasaka down to one thing when a right back's not just defence. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's the best one on one defender in the league. But yeah. what, what about the other stuff? What about reading the game and yeah. the tons of other. Uh, I don't think Rambasaka actually gets the credit he deserves going forward as well. He is actually a very decent player going forward. And I think when he was playing for um, Palace, <clears throat> that uh, he, uh, he used to actually play as a winger in the youth team. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. but uh, oh, so I'm, I'm, And every time I've seen him go forward, he's got the ability to beat a man or put a good ball in and he will not jump an assist or goal every now and then in a, in a season. I think, um, yeah, I, but I think he's just not as good as anyone else. Any, any yeah. of the other I, I don't think I don't, it's not far away. Let's be honest. We've got some very England have some very good right backs, and so does the Premier League. To be honest. Yeah, oh, we're full. We're full of. I, I think the best right backs in the world because who is the other fullback? Oh, it's Alfonso Davis. He's left back. Sorry, but yeah. he was he was like one of the the best players in the world. Everyone's raving yeah. about him. Because I think he's had quite a poor season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think it's just because he's. Quick, good <laughs> yeah. on FIFA. Good on FIFA. So they must be good in real yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> it's like older world. Everyone thinks older world's so good. He yeah. is poor. He's, like, he's, made some mis- he's made some big mistakes in this season. I don't know if it's down to management I mean, or whatever. But. It, I think there's. I've, I've watched quite a lot of Tottenham, but I think the one game I did see him play well was Tottenham Brighton when he. he um, I think he made who, that block. Connolly, Aaron Connolly. Think, yeah, yeah. That was some block. That was that, one, that, one that, of the best blocks I've ever seen. Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> Off but, the line. But apart yeah. from that, he's had some hard same with Regulon, but I think. Yeah. That's a bad season for Tottenham anyway to be uh, honest yeah Tottenham definitely have not had a good season there I think they're linked with Pochettino to come back now aren't they but um, <laughs> I think that's, that's quite insane how you kind of realise what you're a bit like with what's happened with Arsenal Arsenal, yeah, and Arsenal Arsene Wenger sure. you kind of don't realise what you had until it's gone the grass isn't always greener <laughs> yeah exactly that, that's the thing with um, Pochettino though is what, why is he leaving already is he 
I'm not sure. He well, he didn't win the league. league. That is quite embarrassing Four. to not win the league in the French league with uh, Mbappe, Neymar, and what and whoever else. Well, they've lost Cavani now, haven't they? To, the, to, to, uh, yeah, to Man United this season. Maybe that's a difference. Maybe Cavani is a bit of an unsung hero. Yeah, I, I think Cavani is actually a very good player. Some of the runs yeah. he makes, the movement he makes. Oh yeah, he's a he's like the de- he's a perfect number nine. He's like the old fashioned number nine, isn't he? Uh, absolutely, he's not he's not exactly quick, which is what you kind of think of players who make these intelligent sort of runs and, and yeah. things like that. But he's just he, he's just a very clever footballer. Yeah, he's, he's like a football in uh, like IQ makes up for the his lack of pace. Uh, I reckon. Absolutely, I think yeah, someone like Cavani is, is. I think this season has been a difference between Man United and Chelsea. Chelsea, I, th- I can't remember how many their top scorers got. Is it six or seven? So something like that. Yeah. I, know, I know it's in single digits, which is insane for a team that's in the Champions League final and has just qualified for top four, I think. But Man United have got players like Fernandez, Cavani, Rashford, yeah. who are going to notch up 10 plus goals a season and get a load of assists. Well, Chelsea have, uh, they've got, I think, Mounts on six, Vernon's on six. Yeah, they're, they're sharing them around a little bit, but it's, you've got to have someone or someone on at least 15 plus goals, really. You've got to have a main main number nine. He's, yeah. I like, like the passion he showed as well, Cavani. He's like a main number nine. He's he a is, proper, he? I, I really like Cavani. He's, probably, really. I he's a fan favourite, isn't he? At Man United, I know that. Not the team of the season for you, though, is he? Cavani? Yeah. Is no. he for the team of the season for you? Um, if, if you're putting a bench as well. He's uh, not for me. I don't think. Unfortunately, I think Kane just being that much better than um, being than Cavani this season. Oh no, no, no! But if there's a bench, like you, you're doing, just say you're doing a 26 man team this season. Um, uh, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I'm just trying to segue from the. From the <laughs> I didn't gather that. But I don't know. I think Cavani could be, probably be on my team of the season if I was picking another striker because you look at who's been. Maybe maybe someone like a Bamford. I don't think. Well, I don't know. It'd be. Maybe. Do you want to do the team of the season then? Yeah, we'll, we'll go through it. We'll do the start of the shall we? Uh, so, in goal, Martinez. That's, I think that's obvious. I think we both so, agree so, on, on I Martinez. Think the difference he's made. Him, him or Diaz, sign of the season. Not, yeah. not, not even the competition. I, I was looking at people's uh, Premier League predictions and I know a lot of people predicted Villa in the bottom half towards the relegation during the season. The only real difference between the team this season and the team last season is Martinez in goal. Oh. And some of the saves that he's made, I remember um, watching Brighton versus um, Villa, yeah. a nil-nil game. Yeah. I've never uh, I've oh. never seen much more dominance on a, on a game in my life. And, I think um, one of the best goalkeeping performances I've seen, except from De Gea versus Arsenal. Yeah, it game. was absolutely incredible, some of the saves he was making. I think it was one of the records for most saves in the game or something like that. Add about twenty shots, I think, Brian. Yeah, like it was, it was incredible. Um, Story of Brighton season, really. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then so goalie Martinez. I think left back. We both we're both going to agree on Shaw, are we? Sure. It's going to have to be Shaw. It's got to be Shaw. He's had a bit of a breakout season, and another reason that Man United have been doing a bit better than. And we've already normal. we've already said a lot about Paul Pogba. There's so many Man United fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, centre backs, Diaz. I think Diaz has to have one of the positions, hundred percent. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I know he's been up there for player of the season a lot in a lot of people's eyes, and uh, I think I'm going to go with Rudiger. But are you, are you, uh, are you in agreement? Uh, I'm actually. I've changed actually. I'm going to go with Maguire. Harry Maguire. Yeah. I'm going to go with Maguire. Yeah. I think. I think United a different team without him. Yeah, I agree. I it showed in the Europa League final. Yeah. Is it a bit of a role model as well with the Super League things? Do you know? Actually, yeah. I was thinking about it, we started making we started planning the podcast when the Super League was. Yeah, well, we, when we were planning our, our first episode on the head, we were thinking, oh, we can talk about the Super League. Yeah, and that, that was it. It shows how long the <laughs> Super League seems like a sort of distant memory now. It never yeah. it never really happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, how long we uh, we spent on it? And then, so then right back, I'm gonna actually go with Kufal. I think Kufal. I, I don't want to just put the teams to the top six. I want to spread it along. Yeah, so West, what, West Ham have had a very good season, haven't they? And Kufal. Yeah. Been, been a bit him, Suchek and Lingard have probably been their stand-up players and haven't they? So uh, who who you got right back then? Uh, I think as much as it might be a bold shot, I'm gonna go with Trent. That has mass. That's a massively bold shot. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just think the uh, although the first half of the season he was getting a lot of criticism. I think the second half of the season pulled through. I know I know at the start of the season I had him uh, had him on my fantasy team from the start, seven million pound defender or whatever it was, and. Uh, it definitely wasn't it wasn't coming through, and uh, <laughs> weren't getting any points as much as uh, as much as he had last season. But as soon as I take him out, the second half of the season, he's um, I think he's been great. Yeah, but I feel like you can't uh, you can't put someone in team season if they've been good for like a third of the season. Yeah, that's true. Although I don't, I don't know, I think he's just been been that good in the second half of the season that it's kind of made up for it, and he's just been out of this world the second half of the season. And I think he is a big reason that they've actually uh, got top top four and ended up finishing third somehow from yeah. the position they were in. Southgate helped him there. He, as soon as he yeah. dropped him, I th- that Honestly. wasn't like late March though. 
and he's been good yeah. since then. I generally think it's like Alexander Arnold was kind of in a world of his own beforehand. <laughs> it was like, oh, people were telling him the, he was the best right back in the world, and that's got to get to you at, like, at some point. 100%. You kind of get a bit too overconfident about in your, yeah. your own self, and he's kind of brought that back, brought back down to earth even by Southgate. By when he wasn't in the England squad, he thought, right, we've got Euros coming up, I've got to start. Especially since he's like old, 21, yeah, 22. Right. It's insane. Yeah. So and, and he's one of the best right backs in the world, so he's yeah, he's probably just a bit yeah, being brought around to earth now. <laughs> that he's struggling to get in the England squad. Absolutely. So um, we're going to go for a midfield three, are we? Yeah, I'm going to go with a number six, a number eight, and a number ten. Yeah, so, okay. So number six, Yves Pesuma. Yeah. I think it's going to have to go season. there. I think he had a really he had a good start and then through the middle I think he was he, he didn't play for a bit and then he scored a goal in a cup match I think I remember against then, Blackpool yeah yeah then he started playing after that and then he's just been oh, absolutely quality since yeah I, th- I think he was suspended for a few games in the middle of the season yeah. and then Blackpool was kind of matched and returned and then he was been unbelievable ever since I think so I think I'm going to put in there I think that is a quite an outside chat but I don't think it's too I think. I don't think yeah. anyone's going to be like, oh, you're deluded. Cause you, you know, I think, <laughs> Definitely not. I think Basuma's a very good player. And then number eight, actually, you go with your, your first midfielder. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to do number six, eight and ten. I'm just going to have okay. my, my three best midfielders. Now, I think I'm going to, my first one will be Yuri Tillemans. I think Leicester's player of the season. Right. As much as they just narrowly missed out on Champions League towards the end of the season, I think Tillemans has been Leicester's be- best player and you can't ignore how good of a season Leicester's had. And one of the, one of, I think you've got to at least include one of the players and Tillemans has just been very, very good this season. Some of his passing, some of the assists he's got, in the FA Cup final as well. I know it's not in the Premier League, but that goal he scored in the FA Cup final, oh, a what? bit of history that uh, that um, Leicester fans won't forget. And yeah, great season I think he's had. Magic of the Cup. Exactly. Uh, I think a lot of Leicester fans would say he's actually probably a better player than Manson than prefer. You know Blue Van Man, he goes on the kickoff. Oh yeah. Uh he um he says that he doesn't actually like Madison and he hopes really? that they cash in for him and but, really? but he thinks Tillemans is the future. I'm I'm a big Madison fan. Whenever I see him play, he's got goals and assists in him. Uh, but Tillemans, okay, I think he's just getting better and better every single season. A bit like Basuma actually. Yeah. You know, every single season he was just getting a bit better. Maybe a different sort of player, a bit a bit more creative and, yeah. and pop up with a goal. But Tillemans, great season I think he's had. Was um. Was uh, t- was sorry, presumably he's more of a number. Eight. He's probably more of a. He's more, not really a number eight or a six, is he? I don't. He can kind of do everything. Yeah, <laughs> He can. He's got one of the most uh, best dribble success rates in the league. I think as a midfielder, his passing is very, very good. And I think he was the only player in the league to have over a hundred uh, interceptions, which I think is incredible. When you can do all three, like, everything at once, yeah. You don't, you don't really find a midfielder that very often. So I think Basuma could honestly be a six, eight, or ten. Yeah, mainly probably a six if, oh, had, oh, if it was a preferred yeah, position. Yeah, a six. But do you think was Madison in that squad? He was, wasn't he? In what? In what squad? In that in that thirty-three man squad. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't make it. I think yeah, Greenwood got ahead of him or, or Lingard even one of the attackers. Okay, fair enough. So I, I don't think he's been in a squad that at all recently. He's only, he's only had one cap when he came off the bench. So. Oh okay, fair but enough. I think there's kind of so many players in that position in the England team that uh, he doesn't quite make it. Yeah. uh I think number eight is going to have to be, for me, Mount. Mason yeah. Mount, 100%. I think. It's a great season. I think, yeah, I think at one point I was a bit sneery towards him. Yeah. Well, he was a bit overrated, but now he's, he's proved me wrong. Maybe need my words. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. As you normally do, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's been under three managers, and they've all liked him, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know when um, he was under Lampard, and he, he kept starting him, like, the... Um, a lot of fans were giving him criticism for keep starting Mount and it was like oh it's the uh, manager's pet just always starting when he doesn't, doesn't seem to be that good yeah. and then Southgate who was in the England squad and he started starting all the time for England started scoring goals and yeah. even still for some reason people didn't didn't decide to go jump on the Mason Mount bandwagon but um, I think I've jumped on it <laughs> when, uh, when Tuchel came in to, uh, to Chelsea uh, even he was starting him and obviously Tuchel's quite a prestigious manager I'd say yeah. Then uh, people say, "All right, may, may, maybe we, we've made a mistake here." Now everyone like, seems to love Mason Mount and realise how good he actually is. He's a likable guy, but uh, I think he was actually dropped. Uh, firstly, when when he came in, he was dropped, yeah. and everyone, everyone, I remember on Twitter, everyone was saying, "Oh, Mason Mount, he's got Lampard, he's never going to yeah. play." And now he's just starting every week, scoring Champions League goals. So right, fair enough. Put, put my hands up. Arguably Chelsea's player of the season, I think you'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd say him or Kante. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So Mount, and then. Who's, who's your second midfielder? Um, I think I'm going to go with De Bruyne as much as um, 
I'm not, I'm not, it's not been his best season ever. It's still been, I think, a bit similar to Salah actually. Um, like he's still been um, kind of up there and with with some of the most assists, even though he had an injury partway through the season, quite a bit, quite a big one. And um, uh, it's kind of been like him and Gundogan have kind of just been, been always been, been the Man City's go-to midfielders this season. And the amount of assists he's been getting right up there with, I think, one of the one of the most, but one of the most assists in the league, just been incredible. I think. Yeah, I don't know, but is it uh, for me? I mean, we put him or because I want to put someone who's the best in that position. Yeah. So I don't want to put Bruno and De Bruyne. So I've just got with Bruno, which I think yeah, that's a lot. I think it's very close. Close, but yeah. De Bruyne was injured. He's, he's, I think his first game. I remember he came back actually against Brighton. Oh yeah. His first game. Off the bench, I think. Yeah. So I'll put. I'm going to put in Bruno instead in my last position. Okay. And then you've got one more. I'm guessing. Yeah. Bruno. I think I'm also going to go Bruno. As much as yeah, they're kind of similar players, De Bruyne and. Fernandez, but I think they're both so good. They both got to be in the team. And Bruno's goals and assists that he uh, gets the Man United has just been incredible. And how he's changed them from like a team that were kind of mid table or mid table. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But they got they got them in January. But they, they no, cut, he just like brought them all the way to third on his own yeah. halfway through the season. And it just became a changed team and almost saved Oli uh, Ole Solskjaer. Yeah, without season. without Bruno, I don't actually. I think Oli would be gone. I think, yeah, I agree. Honestly, generally, I think so. I think that's a good shot. I think that's probably the obvious one. Yeah, he's going to be in it. Fernandez has got to be in everyone's team, hasn't he? As much as he might be a bit of a penalty merchant with the, yeah. some of his goals, he still he he does a lot does a lot for Man United. I love Rashford, but how are people put him in this team this season? There's so many better players than him. I don't honestly. I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe we would we'd just off, off off a Europa League final when he's uh, had a bad game, but I think across the season he he he, he will pop up with a goal, but he's not like a consistent goal scorer who no. he'd back and be like Man United's talisman or anything like that. No, I would say I think he's very good, and I I, I really really like Rashford, but yeah, likable player. But I don't think he should be in there. Well, I think Gary Neville's put loads of I think he's put loads of Man United players in. Of course he has. <laughs> a bit biased. Uh, yeah. And then the front three, I think the strike, should we just say a striker now? It's so obvious. It has to be, has to be Harry Kane. Most yeah. goals and most assists in, in, in the entire league in a pretty poor Tottenham team. Extremely I think that poor. is unbelievable. I, I do not remember the last time anyone had the most goals and most assists in the same season. Especially as a striker. He can do everything. He can drop deep, which he has been doing quite a bit under Mourinho actually. Which I think Mourinho's got quite... Um, got the best out of him, and then some of the some of the passes he's making, him and Son, the link up they've yeah. had has been absolutely incredible. I could be wrong, but I think the last uh, person to do it was actually Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry, I yeah. think the only oh the only person to do it over twenty plus goals, twenty plus assists. Wow, that's incredible. Pretty sure I saw a stat, but um, yeah, Harry Kane. I think that's the most ob- I think that's the obvious one. I don't think yeah. anyone's ever going to argue that. If anyone that doesn't have um, Harry Kane in, in that team, I think they uh, <laughs> need to get themselves checked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think the same about that as your right hand position? Or? Um, uh, yeah, well, on the right, I think we're both agreeing with Salah, but yeah. it's not been his best season, as good as his, um, nah. when he broke the record. But um, again, Salah has just been like a, again, Liverpool finished third. You can't ignore the players that they've had, they've had and Salah has just been Liverpool's top goal scorer, one of them, at least second top goal scorer in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's behind, just behind Kane. The only, uh, only other one with 20, over 20 goals, and yeah. as, as much as, yeah, he's not had the best season, he's always been. Liverpool's player to go and get them to win a game that they might might not have won by themselves. That sort of the difference maker in Liverpool's team, where you can just take it past the man by himself on the end of the box and just curl it into the top corner. Who's the Who's the other contentions over the right wing? Who do you reckon? Who, who I else? Think, I think maybe Mares from Man City, but I just his goals and assists aren't up there with um, Salah, yeah. which I think has to be quite an important part in the front three. I think what people are doing are putting, trying to fit players in, so they put like Foden on the right and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But I I, I think. Or well, Foden could be on the left, I guess, but I don't. Yeah. For me, Foden hasn't played enough minutes this season. He's yeah. kind of towards the end of the season. I think he was playing a bit more, but at the start of the season, he wasn't wasn't playing as much. It was kind of him, Mares, Bernardo Silva, Sterling, all getting rotated around those sort of positions. So yeah, but the, with that, he's still been producing as much as like a lot of like more yeah. than well players. I, mean, I, bet, it, I bet his minutes to goal contribution um, record is probably up there with some of the best in the league. And the thing is, is the reason I think another reason is because he was getting rested for the Champions League yeah, as well. That, that is true. So that's why, because they say he already won the league. Because that's, that's the one trophy they still haven't won the Champions League, the one they're going to go for. Yeah. But yeah. So on the left, this is kind of a bit bit more of a, a bit more of a controversial position where you could kind of have anyone really. I think. Well, let's see who's uh, in contention. So Grealish. We got probably Son from Tottenham. I'd say. Son Grealish. Foden. Foden. Um. 
can't think of anyone else. Ra- Rashford. Ra- Ra- Rashford has been in some people's teams, yeah. I'll put him in there. I'll put him in there. Oh, she got yeah. Man United's got Rash on the left. Who else? Liverpool, Mane. He's not a good team. No, it? I would not. Have I don't think Jota. I don't, I don't think he'd been in any. Jota could be in. I think if Jota wasn't injured, he'd be in there. Yeah, that's true. But he's, I think he's been playing down the middle a bit more than um. Oh yeah. This season, so but yeah, unfortunately Kane's got that spot. But we can put throw Jota's name in there. Leicester, they got Harvey Barnes on the left. He's had. He got. I know he's been injured in the second half of the season, but for the first half of the season, he was. He was. He was doing great. I think that's the only ones that are really, really good uh, on the front. Yeah, I think apart from that, it's probably Grealish or Son. I reckon. Yeah, I generally. Think, yeah, so uh, they're the two that we've gone for. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah Jack Grealish. What do Jack Grealish for you? I love Jack Grealish so much. He's such a good player, world class. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think his injury hasn't actually helped him that much this season. And people before his injury were saying he he was up there writing people's player of the season debates, but unfortunately, it's kind of hampered him a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. His injuries, oh, it's, I feel so bad for him because he would have, I reckon he would have ended the season well. It, literally, Tottenham had, um, I think I'm, I might have mentioned this before earlier, but Tottenham, no, they beat Tottenham and, sorry, they beat Tottenham and Chelsea. Uh, but before that, I think Villa hadn't won a game in ages because Jack yeah. Grealish injured. Jack Grealish comes back and they do that. Different so. maker. A bit like Salah and Liverpool, I think he is. He's kind of like the thing that makes things happen, but kind of a level above that as some of the stats he's got in a, quite a poor Villa team. Most, most chances created, which is incredible. Some of his his dribble dribble and dribbling stats are right up there, and I know um yeah, and the goals and assists again, considering how long he's been injured for, is quite incredible, I think. Yeah, and just watching him play as well, he's just so good. Like even for England, yeah, it's amazing. So hard to shrug off the ball, and, Pete, and I think yeah, people just foul, end up fouling him all the time, just kicking him is the only way to beat him. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> so and then say agree. So so should we read yours out? So yeah, I, I think so I'll go for Son at left wing. Okay, because his because his um. Him and uh, him and Kane, his the link up with being. I don't think I've ever seen a partnership like it. And I think Son is a big reason that Kane had so many assists this season. The way he oh. dropped deep, and they just know that that run's going to happen from Son to get him behind. And a lot, yeah, that's basically being Tottenham source of goals this season. Kane and Son. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't really know who else. Lucas Moore has been poor. Burge one's been poor. Bale's had a good second half of the season. His goals haven't hadn't had to be that bad, but. I think I think you can't just yeah. look at people's second half of the season and got to have a bit of first half in, into the account. Oh, yeah. I think Kane and Son that they were getting every single game. You were just seeing goal by Kane and assist by Son on yeah. the uh, on the fantasy league page. That's when Tottenham were doing well, though, wasn't it? Yeah, at, at the start. So, who's your player of the season then? I think for me, it's not close. Uh, I know people have the um, Diaz and Kane debate, yeah. but if someone's in a in a poor team with who are underachieving and not doing as well. And the, I think Harry Kane has uh, to get the most goals and assists is unbelievable. And I do not remember the last time I've ever ever seen anyone do that. No, neither. Um, well, the last time I think was the Terry, wasn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, but obviously we weren't alive for that. So yeah. or we were, but we were probably don't can even remember it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think before this I was stro- I was struggling to think Diaz or Kane, but now I think about it. 20 plus goals 20 plus this what more can he actually do to get in it he Unbelievable. Can't, he, like, what else could he do in a, sh- a shit Tottenham team as well <laughs> absolutely I think one of, the, one of the best seasons I ever remember apart from maybe the Salah one for Liverpool a couple of seasons ago yeah I think yeah it's been absolutely incredible but I think Diaz is uh, not maybe not close second but he's definitely second yeah I think because he's transformed so yeah their defence oh, I think maybe Man, Man City's defence has mainly been more part of the team and how they and how Stones had a breakout season and they've now got sort of like a solid yeah. back four and they're not rotating as much this season yeah. even even now Laporte's come back from injury he's not even getting to the side which is quite incredible I think yeah Stones and Diaz have just locked down the defence Diaz does help though with the Stones and that because of how good he is yeah I also think a bit of an unsung hero for Man City this season has been Zinchenko I, re- I really like Zinchenko at left back, and uh, he's become a regular now. And you kind of don't really don't really think of think of a uh, think of Zinchenko much when you think of Man City, but yeah. but he's I think he's, he's he's getting better and better. I think I watched him in the Champions League. I think it was against PSG. He yeah. was absolutely quality. Yeah, because he, he, he's, he's still he, he. I think Man City when they signed him, I can't, they signed him as a midfielder. He's yeah. a central midfielder, and he's never actually played there for Man City. Is he number think, eleven? He's I think so. Yeah, it's, it's a weird number for a left back, but yeah, I think it's. Yeah, like, like they were just when Mendy got injured when they first signed him, uh, they were kind of just looking for players to cover at left back because they didn't have anyone else. They were trying yeah. Delph there and Zinchenko, but now Zinchenko has kind of just locked down the um, position for himself. Yeah, which which is good, not easy to do, Man City. Yeah, absolutely not. They just chuck fifty million another left back. Yeah, in, <laughs> until until it works. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
yeah, but Kane does need to go and win trophies, doesn't he? He needs yeah. to go somewhere. Honestly, like, yeah, I think he was, he was, I think he's the top scorer in the Premier League to not actually ever win a trophy. Yeah. So he'll be moving to like a uh, a Man City or a Man United, Shearer? and they'll be right up there. Oh, Shearer won Blackburn, didn't Shearer he? won the league with Blackburn, yeah. So yeah, so I think we'll talk about trophies, Champions League tomorrow. Yeah, Champions League tomorrow. What 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 are the predictions of that? Who who are we wanting to win? Well, I'm not actually a massive fan on how both both clubs are run to be honest Man yeah. City I think they just they don't invest wisely I know they haven't spent oh like a record amount of fee on a certain player but just say they spend 50 million on Bravo oh no he doesn't work let's spend 50 million on Everson <laughs> yeah. oh no Benji doesn't work let's spend 50 million on someone else so yeah. I'm not really too like I'm not really too uh, not I wasn't happy but I'd, I'd rather a club like Leicester mm. Be doing better than and you spend yeah. money wisely. Who develop into the yeah. young players? I was quite happy when Villarreal won it, won the um, Europa League as well because they were they kind of came from nothing and they were never ever going to win it again. The one off thing, those are the sort of things you want to happen. But to be honest, I'm I'm just I would just be want, want a good game tomorrow, a high scoring game. Maybe another twenty one penalties wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I, I love that. But another thing with Chelsea, they just sat their managers all the time, which I'm not. Yeah. Which I, I know the um they the fans do have sentiment. Like I remember the. The protest with the, with the Super League, all yeah. everyone was singing Super Frank. Yeah. So I don't. They still have. Loved. Yeah. Still a legend. So I, I don't. And they and they I know Chelsea do uh, throw a lot of money on it. But then yeah. but then my college teacher is a City fan. Is he? And there's more and there's more um, English players in the City. Yeah, that's true. So I think I think I do want Man City to win. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just think it. Well, Chelsea, since Tuchel's come in, uh, he's had a very good record against Man City. I know that, but. Um, Guardiola, he's he's never he's never won the Champions League without Messi. He's got to be getting really up for this game, and uh, his players yeah. have probably got a bit of loyalty to him to try and help him do it. Yeah, and uh, as a one-off game, you don't really know what's going to happen. But what we were saying for score predictions, what do you think? Oh God, this is so hard because Chelsea's won the last two times they played. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two all. Yeah. And then City, City nick it an extra time. An extra time. Phil Foden goal. Three two. Phil Foden, big game player, and it will really mark his name down as a as a world class player at that yeah, point. I think. Yeah, I think I think he's world class anyway. But that yeah. now everyone will see it. He'll do it on the the yeah. biggest world stage. Yeah, uh, I th- I think as um, Man City and Chelsea, the games they've been playing have been pretty boring at the moment. So I, yeah. I could just say, I can't see three boring games in the in a row where Chelsea win. Between these two sides, so I think yeah. it's, it's it's going to be different. That's not how football works. Football isn't like a the better team wins all the time and the, and the worst team loses. So I, I I could see I think Man City are actually going to win it this season, and I reckon I could see it being two one to Man City in, in normal time. The thing is, Pep's not going to just like not change it. He's he's lost yeah. twice to. He's not going. Yeah. He's going to have to change something he, to. He's, he's a bit of a genius, Pep. But I'm yeah. sure he he will be able to look look at how, what went wrong in the um, games before and see how he can uh, capitalize on. Chelsea's weaknesses. Yeah, I think. Yeah, three two to see, but I don't want it to be a boring game. But Chelsea do play a bit, bit negative, don't they? They play. They do. A bit um, unambi- unambitious. Yeah. They, they play three at the back. Um, they they're very solid defensively. They're not. I wouldn't say yeah. that overly a creative team. Yeah. So I'm gonna three. I think three two is just me hoping for a good game. Yeah. To watch. <laughs> the more hopeful. Than that one gets out anyway. Three two. So, so, so you're going three two Man City after extra time. I'm going two one. Man City in normal time two Man City wins do you want to do you want to have a shock thing that'll happen oh that might happen this is this is the bit that might happen um being completely random I think Man City I think Man City are going to go one nil down Guardiola will make some sort of sub, substitute at half time maybe or halfway through the second half and it'll change the game maybe Foden comes on or Morris comes on or something like that and then uh and they go on to win it, and that per- and that person goes on to score the winner. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really funny, weird red card. Yeah, I've got. I've got the playoffs semi final. Between um, Brentford and Bournemouth, I think it was. Oh like, yeah, one, one yeah, of them slipped yeah. over, and, the, and uh, he tried to grab, grab their ankles and <laughs> ended up losing the playoff semi final for them because of it. Yeah, I think. I think that's. Gonna, I think that's gonna be something like that. Yeah, I the playoff is that. Hang on, is that? I think it's as we're recording actually. Oh no! I think the playoffs tomorrow. It's the, playoffs, the uh, championship playoff final. Oh, okay. Like tomorrow between is it between uh, Swansea and Brentford, isn't it? Yeah. Who Who are you wanting to? Uh... Well, I think if my mum wants to go to away games, yeah, for her, yeah, or whatever, I think Swan- I want Swansea to go because yeah. she'll go camping in Wales and yeah, watch the, <laughs> watch the game. Out. Yeah, I agree. I think Swansea is a better away game for Brighton next season. So um, 
I think Brentford's a bit of a local game. Everyone's going to be wanting tickets oh, for that game. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll I'm, be harder to go to that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Swansea's the one for me. Yeah, Swansea to get promoted. Another thing that I'd love to see happen if City don't win. Team ever had to score. Yeah, it was so absolutely. bad for him. Imagine he ends this season absolutely. on a Champions League to, to win the Champions League. But he'll be confident. He'll be he'll be golden boot winner next season. He'll yeah. be confident at that height. Yeah, he is a good player. He's he's shown it. He's good. He, I remember watching him when he first came. He just ran like through the whole Newcastle team, passed to Abraham. Yeah. But then later on, he just it, he got like an easy shot. And he just scuffed it. Yeah. He just does. The, he just does the easy bits right. It's yeah. a bit like on FM when they do the um, when they run football manager by the way when they run through like, the whole team and they scuff the shot wide. Yeah, <laughs> all that happened all the time. Yeah. Incredible. We actually started an FM, didn't we, for this? So we can yeah. talk about it on here. But we've about six seasons through, so yeah, maybe it's, it's, like... got, it's gone a bit. I've gone. <laughs> we've got yeah gone too far into it now but um, six teams in it we, I started as Luton Town manager you started as Stoke manager didn't go too well for you for yeah. us either of us really at the start did it but um, yeah. I, I think I, I'd want lost the first few games and you ended up resigning after your first season but now <laughs> six seasons down the line we've got um, I ended up winning the championship last season didn't I on, yeah. the, on the last game of the season with a Michael Obafemi golf signed from 7 million from Southampton <laughs> and uh, you were two points off off, off me from winning the league and ended up finishing third and playoffs are yet to be played yeah. I was I was Portsmouth by the way oh yeah when, well. you, when you um, yeah. When, when you let, when you resigned from Stoke I got the Portsmouth job I got them up and then a couple of good seasons then yeah. and then, but you've been fight, you fight for playoffs every time yeah I think I've got I've had playoffs for the past uh, the three seasons before that and then the last season I thought alright this, 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 this is it we, went, we, went, we, went, we splashed big on a on a few a few big money front three signings and then uh Ended up winning the league just about in the last game of the season on goals yeah. scored against Norwich. <laughs> it's, it's a good story. Incre- incredible story. Um, right. Is that is that that's an hour now, isn't it? So I, think, we, I think we're probably we, approaching around an hour. Should now, we wrap it up? So we'll we'll, we'll wrap that oh, I, up here. I don't really know how this has gone. I hope, I hope it's gone well. I think it's been. Oh, it's easier than I thought. It's just an yeah. hour talking, isn't it? So absolutely. Yeah. What, what could what could what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. All right. Cheers for watching.